Canada. And you know what? I'm your host. If it's the first time in the crowd, thank you for giving it a try. I won't disappoint you, I promise. <laughs> Unless you have very high expectation about my English, I might disappoint you. <laughs> the concept of the podcast is super simple. I'm just super passionate about punk rock, so I'm spreading it everywhere. Every week I interview great punk rock people some recommendations for bands from all around the world that you might not know about but you should. <laughs> Today my guest is Jason Wright of the great band On The Cinder that I watched live a few months ago. I also recommend you the band Man and Ball from Germany. I hope you're ready punk rockers because the show is starting now. How are you today? I hope you're doing amazing. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving if you are in the US. And if you're not in the US, I hope you had beautiful punk rock week since the last episode. So I skipped a week. Why? Because I had influenza. I don't understand what's happening with my immune system. For real, I'm kind of worried because in the last year, I had two COVIDs, one influenza and one cold. And I usually don't have that many sicknesses. But despite of this, I have no regrets because I always get those shit <laughs> at shows. And it's always at great shows, so I don't regret at all. I'm just fighting against this very bad cough. I'm pretty sure I got this flu, this influenza, at one of the two anti-flag shows I watched uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> because yeah, how lucky am I? to watch Anti-Flag twice in a row in Quebec City. So the first show was at L'Imperial. It's a pretty big venue. And it was with Hugo Moody and also one of my favorite local bands called Les Vulgaires Machins. They were... They split for like 10 years and they got back together. They released a new album. So I was so emotional to see them live. And Anti-Flag was playing just before them. What a great combo, for real. And I was really happy because Anti-Flag played a very well-balanced set list at this show. I'm a huge fan of Anti-Flag um, until the album For Blood and Empire. After that, I kind of... It's still good, but I'm not really into those albums after that. But they played a lot on For Blood and Empire. Uh, they played like big big, big songs like Die for Your Government, uh, Fuck Police Brutality, etc. It was great. So I had a blast at this show with a lot of friends. It was amazing, but it was nothing compared the next day. It was a Monday night and I saw Anti-Flag play in a very, very small venue in Quebec City called Lanty. So we were like maximum 160 persons maybe at this show. And I will always remember this moment. I don't know if it happens to you, but for me, from times to times, I'm at a show and something is happening. And I totally, I'm totally aware that at this specific time, I'm creating a memory that will always be in my head and my heart. So this show was totally one of those euphoric orgasmic moments in my life like I was <laughs> I was doing some body surfing on underground network and I was like 
actually thinking that I will remember this moment for the rest of my life, for sure. It was insane. Just insane. <laughs> the energy of the crowd was incredible. The, I'm pretty sure that the band was having a lot of fun playing in a small venue because they're used to playing bigger venue, big festivals. And now we were like a very intimate venue, very intimate crowd. Wow, for real. I love my life. Also, I'm excited to watch some shows in December. And the one I'm more excited about is Thursday and Cursive. And why am I so excited? Because Thursday will play the album Full Collapse in its entirely. And whew, I'm already almost crying. <laughs> it's one of my favorite albums. A lot of things happen on this album and... I listen to the vinyl so often and now to hear it in its entirely live entirety it's gonna be priceless I don't remember the last time I saw Thursday live oof I think it was maybe in 2005 or 6 at a war tour it's been a fucking while ago for real I also might go to a Flatliners show in December, but I'm not sure because the next day I have a Christmas party at my day job. Also, the next day after that, I play a show with my duet Fifty Shades of Punk Rock. We're playing for a 40th birthday party. I'm excited. Also on December 17th, I'm gonna watch Mute, one of my favorite local bands. They're gonna play with Handeld from Ontario and Ashiga, one of my other <laughs> favorite local bands. It's gonna be great. And I guess my calendar will be filled a little more through in the next days because we're not in December and there are probably a lot of other shows I want to watch and I don't know about yet. So since I've been sick for a while and I had to cancel a lot of plans, I turned this into a positive vibe because I stayed on my couch and I've been listening to a lot of vinyl this week and I played the new Cigar album so many times. Um, so the album is called The Visitor and I'm very obsessed with it. <laughs> And I'm super stoked because they're gonna play in a great punk rock festival in Quebec called the Red Bridge in June. So I can't wait to see them again. Also today, I listened to some other vinyl, including The Core from Vancouver. I love this band. It's super melodic, super catchy. I love the vocals. And also I received some vinyl from a great band from New Jersey called Cool Drugs. They are super punk and you definitely have to check them too, for sure. They recently sent me their EPs Absolution and Visitation and they're great. And now it's time to listen to a fantastic German band. Repugmentation. My repugmentation for today is for the band Melon Ball from Germany. I discovered this band today <laughs> because one of my favorite local labels called Thousand Islands Records. They posted something and they put one song of this band on their post. And I was like, whoa, this is fucking great. So it's a skate punk, melodic punk band with a very powerful lead vocal. 
amazing vocal harmonies and melodies, catchy choruses. It's technical, fast. It's incredibly interesting. It's a recent band because they were formed in 2019. And this year so far, they released a few singles. And I think my favorite is Thinking because it's fast, technical, very catchy. Everything is perfect in this song. So let's listen to it. with Jason Wright of the band On The Cinder. So a few weeks ago, I went to a great show and I had the chance to watch the band On The Cinder live. I knew them already. I already listened to their amazing music. I really like their song already. But when I saw them play live, it was so energetic, so good that it was like a next level experience. <laughs> so I decided to have Jason on the show. So we talked, of course, about the band, the lyrics, their projects, the recent album. But we also talked a lot about other stuff like music because Jason and I have the same music taste. Oh, and we also have the same tattoo taste because we both want the same one. <laughs> 
so we talked about that. Uh, we talked about some funny band stories, etc. It was a great, great chat. So uh, during the, the conversation, you'll hear two songs from On The Cinder. Past, present, no future, and illusions of progress that you can both find on their album Sedentary Escape. And please check the show notes so you can reach the band and you can buy some merch or albums or whatever, but you can encourage them. They deserve it. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, punk rock human! If you like merch as much as I do, I strongly repunkment you the website epicmerchstore.com. They have t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, hats, long sleeves, and kids' merch for more than 200 punk rock, ska, hardcore, and metal bands from all around the planet. So if you like bands like Good Riddance, The Dreadnoughts, Friends of Rum, After the Fall, Diesel, Boy, Krang, Straight Line, Polly, Randy, and many more. Oh, they also have a Tony Sly tribute merch. They support smaller and bigger bands from all around the world. Plus, they ship worldwide and you can have a flat rate shipping cost. Get your merch at epicmerchstore.com. Hello. Hey. What's up? Oh, not too much. How are you tonight? I'm good. Just a second. Pouring a drink. Good. Cheers. Cheers. I love, I love your background. <laughs> Super punk. Oh, my studio? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is, um, it's a work in progress. It's been a work in progress for like 10 years, but you can get the quick tour. Oh, that's yeah. rad. Stuff. Oh, so you have a home studio. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to afford to make records, you know? <laughs> oh, so, oh, so you're more DIY than I thought. <laughs> So thanks for being my guest today. Um, thanks for it's fun because we already met because it's it, it doesn't happen a lot that I met my guests already, <laughs> so it's fun. Yeah, yeah, that was the tail end of our tour in Quebec City, right? Yeah, it was fun. Except that I I got COVID after that. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I'm not sure. It's at the show. I'll never know. But it's like. Maybe I it wasn't that. me. I can tell you that I didn't have COVID. So at least I can say that confidently. <laughs> yeah. So I, and it was a, a, a rad show. And I thought you, all the guys on the stage were, were hangover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's probably at least kind of true. <laughs> uh, we, um, somehow we've, we didn't get uh, to, the place that we were staying until pretty late the night before, probably like one or two. And, um, she had a, a hot tub, like a spa. Yeah. So <laughs> we all, we all jumped in it. We got into our underwear and jumped in the hot tub and there was like nine of us, maybe more. I saw and, a picture of that. Yeah. It, that's probably <laughs> where the COVID started. <laughs> <laughs> probably. That's funny. Yeah. And, I don't know why, but you seem to be the kind of band who have like many funny stories all the time. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Um, that time get, it was well, a, a odd, odd stop sto stories, but I'm sure sometimes it's like other funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, we get into a lot of uh, trouble. We um, there's a lot of embarrassing stories 
you know, where somebody uh, was found, you know, sleeping on, I think Mike was once found sleeping under a crane at Pusa Fest. Oh. Um, and like, um, you know, we've had to, we've had to make like quick escapes from, from dangerous houses and it's, there's all sorts of weird stuff. Whoa. Sometimes, sometimes we wake up and we're not sure how we got where we are, but. <laughs> oh, dangerous houses. Oh. Uh, you know, bad. there's just some odd people out there and sometimes, you know, uh, we've been in like places where somebody's, uh, mm -hmm. roommate or parent did not know that we were staying there and they kind of freaked out a little bit <laughs> and kicked us out or, um, and usually sometimes the kick kicking us out comes with like weird threats and it's, I'm not going to go into detail because it's no, incriminating, it's but. Yeah, weird things have happened for sure. Okay, so nine guys in a in a hot tub is a pretty soft story after all. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a regular Saturday, you know. <laughs> yeah, we called it uh, we called it man soup. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun show, and I I felt like you were so energetic on the stage. All the band, it was insane. I was like positively shocked by your energy even if there was not a lot of people that night huh yeah it was uh what was that sunday mm -hmm. yeah that that'll happen on sundays but um yeah, yeah we like to we like to jump around and and sweat a lot and it's we're you know pretty energetic for a bunch of aging punk rockers <laughs> you know i don't i don't know about have you ever seen anti-flag that guy can jump like chris uh chris number two He can jump like six feet in the air. I, I want to be able to do that someday. That's my goal. Yeah, but, but th those guys, they, they just don't age at all. I know, right? That's that's what I'm trying to do. But yeah. this beer is not helping. <laughs> no, totally. It's fun because I'm going to watch Anti-Flag twice in a row this week. Oh, yeah? So they're going to play on Sunday at a pretty big venue. But then the next day, they're playing in a very small venue. Like, oh, that's cool. 200 people maximum. It's going to oh. be epic. Is that Quebec City? Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. I'm super stoked. Good. I want to talk about the band, of course, but um, I'm curious to hear about the fest. How was that? Oh, yeah. Fest was a great, great time. Um, we had... Uh, We had a lot of beers. If I never see PBR again, I will be totally happy. Um, <laughs> Oof. But uh, we saw Hot Water Music uh, and the Menzingers and uh, who else was there? Uh, Comeback Kid. So, oh, um, yeah. Man, there was a name. Uh, shout out to our friends in the Jukebox Romantics who played a Kiss cover set. Oh, they're so that good. Was, uh, Yeah, that was a really, really crazy cover set. There was people crowd surfing and there was, I didn't realize I knew so many Kiss songs, but I guess I do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was, that was a great time. Um, but it was impossible to see all the great bands. I wish there was like, you know, another three I days know. where I could see everybody. Yeah, that's what's sad, but also it's a fun problem about the fest and Puza Fest too. It's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we we ran into Guillaume over at uh, Puza uh, Fest yeah. and we made sure to ask him if we could come back this year, but we'll see. If you know him, you know, just throw our hat over there and just tell him, you know, these guys really need to come back. I know him, <laughs> and I totally agree that you need to come back. <laughs> so. 
Tell me where you are on this crazy planet right now. Uh, I am in my home studio in my attic in Buffalo, New York. Oh, yeah. Um, me and the drummer Tyler live out here in Buffalo. Um, Mike, uh, our bass player, lives out in Rochester, which is about an hour away. Oh, okay. Um, but we're basically Canadians, you know, like we're honorary Canadians because we're, you know, 20 minutes from Canada. Yeah, that's right. It's which fun. makes it great to tour. We go and we tour through Ontario and Quebec, like at least once a year, but like, usually two or three times if we can. Yeah. And how did the three of you met? Uh, <laughs> we actually lived together in college. Oh. Uh, we all used to play in ska bands, believe it oh. or not. Really? Um, yeah, yeah. Which is probably why we only play as a three-piece band now, because if you've played in seven <laughs> or eight-piece bands forever, you realize how bad an idea that is. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to organize practice and tours and stuff with seven or eight people is miserable. Oof, yeah, I have a, a duet and it's still sometimes it's complicated and we're just two. <laughs> yeah, right. So so yeah, we uh we all played. Well, Tyler and Mike played in a band called The Stakeouts. Um, they were kind of fun, upbeat ska, and I played in a different band called Fleet Street. And we uh we somehow moved in together in college and we lived together and we sort of just mike and i played some acoustic songs together and we decided that we suck we oh. really weren't immense we weren't we liked frank turner a lot i think at the time uh. so we were like yeah we could we could be like a, a duet for like like a frank turner thing and then we just were not mm -hmm. right out for that um so tyler also you know living there it was like you know we'll play some drums and we'll make some punk rock instead and Uh, we wrote seven songs. Then we uh, tried to do a tour, like a five or six day tour with about seven songs. It was pretty bad and pretty embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, um, and then we uh, we just kind of kept going. We just um, it's now it's almost 10 years and it's we've just been kind of touring and going since. Wow. And you have like three albums so far. Oh, God. Um, let's see. We started with an EP. And then we had a seven inch and then we had oh, like two full lengths. Yeah. Like little stuff. And then we just, we put out a 10 inch, like a little bit over a year ago. And yeah. then we're recording a new, new oh. uh, album. It's all tracked in. Oh, oh, hold on. There's a siren in my house. A siren. Oh yeah. I hear something. Yeah. It's a fire truck. Oh. Um, <laughs> Are you safe? We, uh, Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good. We live we live down the street from the fire station. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but uh, we've got this new album that we don't know when it's going to come out, um, but it's going to come out. And we're mixing it right now. Hmm. Uh, it'll be called Heavy Handed, and oh. it's uh, 11 longish songs. Man, these sirens just keep going. I can't. I just hear some vague. Uh, well, then I'll just keep talking. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, we're uh, I'm excited to do that. We're gonna try to figure out uh, if anybody wants to put it out, and God forbid if they don't, then we'll find a way to get it out no matter what. Yeah, and I, I think it's funny because you told me you you switched from ska to like this punk uh, uh, three piece, not aggressive, but like kind of angry sound, I, right? I, aggressive. I would call it aggressive. Yeah, aggressive. Yeah. We're, we're, angry and aggressive yeah we're just goofy guys so it's kind of a weird mix we're Did... like 
we like to goof off and and drink beer and make bad jokes, but our music is like weirdly serious and angry. Yeah, proof is when you check your your songs on Spotify, they all have explicit warnings. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a that's like a checkbox or something. I'm not really sure how that got there, but like we're not even that bad. No, I know, the- but I was laughing like, oh yeah, they're angry. <laughs> 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 uh, it's pretty funny. Maybe though. And I, I wanted to talk about um, the the last release you, you released last year, Sedentary Escape. Uh, mm-hmm. And speaking of being angry, I'm curious about your lyrics because, yeah, when I saw you lie, I was like, it feels like super energetic, angry, but also party vibe. So tell me about what you're writing about. Um, yeah, so that was, um, that was an interesting record because that was our... Uh, We wrote that during the the pandemic, during the COVID mm-hmm. situation, um, and it's actually kind of a concept record. Oh. Um, it's uh, so I, some of us, well, I guess kind of all of us were like big video game buffs, and uh, and like I can, I'm a giant Legend of Zelda fan. If you can oh, see, oh yeah, I see your tattoo. Oh, yeah, wow. so I am. So it's sort of like uh, an escape from reality, but with like like video games sort of oh theme. that's why the sedentary yeah escape. exactly um and uh if you like there's a lot of lyrics that were uh like lines stolen from video games and stuff like that oh but um yeah ultimately it's sort of about just uh somebody who's uh kind of a, a slob and and doesn't doesn't want to live their own life and they'd rather just sort of escape you know use escapism oh. through whatever medium so it's a story it's not like specifically things that we're angry about but um i think it's also got some like reflections on society if if you can try to pick it apart mm-hmm. and i love the artwork because you see a, someone looking in the mirror and there's three yes other people, um so. a friend in buffalo named autumn uh I don't, I don't know her last name. It's Autumn Zions on Facebook, but she is a phenomenal artist. They, I should say, I apologize. Um, mm-hmm. And they are, um, they are, uh, they kind of, we just gave an idea. We had this, uh, it's one of the songs on the record that uh, sort of goes through three stages of life. I think it's called Illusions of Progress. And oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. it's sort of a young, a young person, a middle-aged person, and an, an old, sort of uh, beaten up, worn away sort of person. And we kind of gave them that idea, and it uh, came out great. I couldn't believe how great it came out. I love it. And I, so I was wondering if there was a link between the titles, the dentary escape, and the the artwork, and like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. So the the idea. Uh, um, the the song or the album is like a, a seven part story mm-hmm. of somebody kind of going through different stages of life, and um, that's the second song called "Illusions of Progress," where mm-hmm. it's it sort of is like the hopeful song. It's uh, it's supposed to be sort of like you're feeling good and you're you're going on your journey and doing a good job, but sort of by the end of the song, it's um, you're it's it looks a lot less positive. And your kind of um, your confidence just becomes sadness after a while, and um, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's sort of how the al- that's how the whole album goes. Mm-hmm. But that's like the turning point in the album, even though it's like song two. 
Oh, uh, and now may, yeah, maybe now I understand why you have a song called um, "Past, Present, No Future." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there, it's all like I swear we should be able to write happy music, but you know, nobody nobody wants to hear happy punk rock. We just want to hear sad things. That actually, it was a friend who was from Quebec who told me that you probably know him. Actually, he's a big tall guy named Sed. Oh um, yeah, Sed Francoeur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he told me. And I quote, uh, I don't want to listen to a punk rock album unless I'm crying by the end. Mm. <sighs> wow. So I don't do I don't do the sad stuff necessarily, but we definitely do the angry stuff. Yeah, but sometimes sadness comes from anger. So it's, <laughs> it's yeah, it works yeah, out. It totally. works out. OK. Yeah. But you I, know, you can us and get angry and then you can go listen to the menzingers and cry it out a little bit yeah and it's really it has no link with the conversation but today one of my friends was crying because she was angry and she was like i don't understand why when i'm angry i cry and i'm like i'm the <laughs> same so for me it's like all related <laughs> that's great oh, that's great yeah so i i see some um like Yeah, definitely some angry titles on your album, and they were like they were. Hopeless. Uh, I feel hopeless when I. Yeah. <laughs> Just reading them, right? They were they were supposed to be like um, like parts of a story. Like it begins, like like titles for a chapter book, you know. Mm -hmm. And then oh, I think at the end it's called at the close, so it's supposed to be like little um. Yeah, thematic titles, but I don't know if that came across that well. No, I see. We tried. It's, it start with it begins and then it's close at at the close. I love that. I love yeah. concepts. You know, I love to to hear we, about uh, concepts. When we initially, when we first put out the album on like uh, the Spotify and, and whatever else, we forgot the S on it begins, so it just said it begin, and it's, it looked really stupid. And somebody uh, screenshotted it and pointed it out. So now uh, every time we write a set list, we just write it begin and it looks silly, but you know, <laughs> it's our own inside joke. <laughs> That's great. And so uh, you just announced me a new album. Is there any concept there too? Uh, no, but it's, um, so we actually started writing this record uh, before the pandemic hit. We wrote about six songs and we wrote about five of them after. So oh. It's kind of an interesting mix, but mm -hmm. it's uh, it's nice. It's a little bit more mature, at least I think. I hope. Um, mm -hmm. There's sort of a bunch of eclectic songs. Some about uh, some loved ones passing away. Um, other ones about the the ups and downs of uh, being part of a punk rock scene. Um, yeah. There's songs about addictions and you know things that punk rockers deal with all over the map. Um, But it's kind of interesting because it's uh, we branched out quite a bit on it, and um, you know it's not all DB driven stuff this time around. It's sort of all over the map, but it's it's contained because we kind of have our own like angry sound. But yeah. um, okay, it's um, we got we got a little fun with it. We got we we explored some some areas. Oh, I'm excited! When can I hear it? Uh, it's well, on the mix. Let's see. I'm. We're done mixing about four songs, so I'm hoping to be done. You know, I'll I'll send you an early copy. I'll tell ah. you what. We'll, you, can, you can air a sneak peek on the show, and then it can be. We'll do like a. If anybody can, we'll do like a contest, like a pre-order contest. Oh, Is yeah. that cool? Yeah. 
All right. I have this on video. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ah, we'll see if great. anybody remembers or recognizes us. And although we can't, you know, we have to hand deliver all of our packages to the Canada because it's so expensive to ship. Oh, so. shit. Yeah, that's right. No, that's fine. I'll drive up there. It's only 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so convenient. Uh, that's great. Um, but talk to me about your your background, your personal background, because you were talking to me about being in a ska band, then oh, this wait. band. So how did you start listening to punk rock related music? Uh, oh, boy. Um, when I was a kid, I had my older sister's Green Day CD, Dookie. Mm -hmm when it came out mm -hmm. and uh, I listened to that until it got so scratched, it probably didn't work. Um, and I was about 12 and I got a guitar for, well, I had a broken guitar and my dad got so sick of me playing an out of tune broken guitar that sounded <laughs> like crap. So he bought me a cheap, uh, a Squire or something. Mm -hmm. And uh, I learned to play that as much as I could. And I, learned to play mostly Green Day songs for a yeah. long time. Um, and obviously, like, I grew up in the time, like, the huge punk rock, like, resurgence from the 90s and early 2000s. So, you know, there's there's definitely, like, bands that I don't even want to admit that I liked and loved, you know. But um, mm -hmm. Green Day definitely hit it for me. And then I figured out that there were all these, like, actually, like, like more intense and aggressive punk bands and... You know, I also we had like a ska scene, so there was like I yeah, got into yeah. like the toasters and the uh, slackers and stuff like that in town. Um, mm -hmm. And I went off to college, and I went to a lot of college, and decided that it was you know playing in a band was really what I love to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I still do like adult work, you know, because paying we know playing punk rock doesn't pay that many bills. Yep, <laughs> it actually takes more money than it really gives you this is that's true okay. yeah <laughs> um but yeah uh so i went to college for engineering and mm. then we started playing and when we realized how expensive it was to record we just built our own studio and uh, yeah right because it's real expensive it turns out um oh, yeah. but that was we had no idea what we were doing we were just figuring it out and we still are kind of kind of winging it but um And yeah, we met these guys and I was kind of a jerk back then. So we, we, um, Mike and I both played the guitar and we had to argue and figure out somebody had to play bass. Mm -hmm. And so I was, I think, I think I was like maybe like 1% better on the guitar than he was. <laughs> so I, I, uh, I won that just by a small margin and then, uh, but he loves playing the bass now. So I'm glad he's, I'm glad Great. he's into it. And plus he's like bigger and taller and like the bass works for him. I'm like this little scrawny kid. <laughs> I love how you interact together on the stage. You know, that's, yeah, it's so 10, 10 years, 10 years. I'll do that. There's the, we, uh, we've done a lot of wrong interacting, uh, before we figured out how to do it right. Like there's times when we've almost knocked each other over and, <laughs> um, and like, uh, I, was like I, definitely... I was like, how can it be bad? How can you oh, have bad interaction? I don't Well, Yeah. Sometimes like we've, I've definitely been hit in the head by his base more than once. Um, and different stages have different obstacles. So, you know, like sometimes you're really close to the drum set and I've definitely like knocked over Tyler's cymbals before, Um, um, and sometimes the stage is way too big and you're just not even sure what to do. 
Mm. But uh, we're we're getting pretty good at it. After after a while, we're learning how to deal with it. I remember the first show we ever played, and it was in a basement. It was in our basement, <laughs> and um, uh, we were real close and real hot and real sweaty. And I turned over to him and I licked the side of his face. Oh, and um, yeah, it was gross. It was the grossest thing I've done in <laughs> as long as I can remember. But it it really uh, it surprised him, and it you know the crowd was into it, so of it course. worked. Yeah. <laughs> very fun to watch <laughs> mm -hmm. we've yeah. had people like we we'd special we love basement shows and and um you know buffalo had a ton of crazy basement shows for a while and we mm. i've had people pour well actually we took um we took mike's base into the repair shop and the guy um the repairman told us he said it looks like some kind of uh beverage was spilled into your base and we just like i don't know how that could have happened but <laughs> you, you have know, no clue or what like yeah well we've had yeah more beer sprayed on everybody and, and maybe it's, some sweat it's and puke maybe some puke also oh uh, yeah well i've <laughs> i've managed to avoid that so far <laughs>
true. So bad interaction means dangerous interactions. Obviously. On the stage, yeah. yeah. Yeah, usually, like, you know, sometimes there's, like, a speaker you can stand on, and sometimes your bandmate knocks you off the speaker, and it's okay. It, we work it out. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so what are your next projects now? The album, of course, but uh, I see you were supposed to play with Planet Smashers. It's canceled, but you have uh, a, do you have other shows? So, uh, no, so they, they build that. We were playing the after party after the Planet oh. Smashers. That would have been really cool. I wish we could have played with Planet Smashers because they're like an old favorite. But um, uh, we just just some family stuff that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, life happens sometimes and you got to sure, be there. Sure. Um, yeah. But we will we'll get back to Toronto before too long. It's it's only a couple hours away. Yeah. But um, uh, any other on shows? The radar? Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I said, but maybe you have other shows soon. Uh, yeah, yeah, we um, we're working on planning our 10 year anniversary show in Buffalo, um, mm-hmm. and that'll become like late winter, early spring. Uh, and I think we're gonna probably knock out some tours out to the Midwest. So oh. we'll do like the Chicago and um, Michigan stuff. Nice. Uh, Grand Rapids, Detroit, and uh, we'll probably make a beeline for Chicago and do like Oklahoma City, Dallas, Texas, or Dallas, um, Austin, Houston. Mm. Uh, oh, that's a great tour. Yeah, so those are like staple spots. You know, we can get there and back in a week or two. And definitely there's some great folks out there that are helpful to us and a lot of fun, like punk rock scenes. Yeah. And so you, you're celebrating 10 years. That's great. Yeah, it makes me feel really old. Uh, we're just like, I. it seems like yesterday when we started the band and we were just like little kids with fake mohawks and stuff, but I can't believe that we're actually this old. What's your um, best What's your best memories in those 10 years? Oh, gosh. Oh, man, there's so many. Uh, there's, uh, there's so many great friends we've made. Um, best mm-hmm. memories. Let's see. That's tricky. I a lot of friends for sure because you in ten years you played a lot. Like, yeah, I was checking your Instagram and you always have shows. I like, kind of like yeah, except we during used to pandemic, for, but like yeah, we used to tour for like two months on end, mm-hmm. and um, man, we would live out of the van, and then somebody else would come in the van, and they'd be like, "Wow, it smells so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sit in here." Because we would just, you know, live in it. But um, I'm trying to think of a good story that's not totally embarrassing. <laughs> uh, we've played some really awesome shows, though. We've done, we opened for the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones that was sold out. We opened for the Menzingers. Yeah. That was totally sold out. Um, we did uh, some touring, OC45 and Jukebox Romantics. We did some tours with them, and they were just a blast. We did that tour with Bucky Harris recently. Ah, oh, they're so great. I can't yeah. believe it. I think it was the first time I was say, seeing them play live. Oh, yeah, they're, so they're phenomenal. Great. I listen to their record all the time. They're just, Insane. it's not fair. They have, like, nine lead singers. Like, they're all just good <laughs> singers. And, like, between Mike and I, we're not even, like, one good singer. Oh, no, you're great. I love I loved, uh, your voice a lot. Oh, Yours is a, is a raspy. Is yeah, it a word? Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's it's gross. We uh we oh. used to lose our voices for, like, the whole tour. We would just drink honey and hot water for, like, days on end. But we finally figured out how to scream without ruining everything. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, those those guys, I can't. I can't. They all sing just beautifully. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, Good vocals for sure. Oh yeah. Um but uh Puza Fest definitely held some of our favorite memories. Uh Puza was was always a great time. We would um I don't trying to navigate like when everybody's speaking French and my French is uh not as not as ideal as I would like it, but <laughs> And and we're trying to figure out how to get places and you can't even like ask anybody for directions or read the street signs and your phone doesn't work because you're in a different country. So um, exotic. <laughs> it's amazing that we lived through that, you know, intact. Um, but luckily we had some good Canadian friends. Yeah. Um, I remember Mike, Mike bought a uh, three liter bottle of Jack Daniels at the duty free at the border and we oh, drank yeah. We drank about that much of it before mm. we just couldn't do anymore. And we all just sort of, I don't know. The last thing I remember is Mike threw a whole plate of poutine across the street at <laughs> one of our friends. Oh, no. That's what I'm saying. Unacceptable. <laughs> no, we love, we go to Frita Lore like uh, three oh, times man. every time we're in Montreal. It's, I'm sure there's so like more like good places, but. It's just right there on the main road there, and it's just, it's pretty good. No, Fritalor is a must, must try for everyone. Oh, yeah. And it's like 9,000 calories in every bite, you know? Oh, yeah. But you need calories on tour because you probably don't eat three meals a day anyway. No, no. Some days we don't even eat one. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess it's, it's fine. Yeah, they love Taco Bell, but I don't love the aftermath of Taco Bell. Mm. It's like you you find a bathroom very quickly after you eat Taco Bell. Yeah, and doesn't help the van smell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> But um, oh yeah, we um, let's see, the Pusa Fest Fest was great. Um, mm -hmm. other fond memories. Uh, I remember we've um. I remember my first shot of Malort. If you've never had Malort, go ahead and try that. It's uh, What's that? Sorry, how do you say that? Malort. Uh, Malort. Uh, M A L O R T. It's a it's a mm -hmm. liquor that they only sell in Chicago, and it's like drinking gasoline oh, or petrol. Okay. It oh, is okay. the worst oh. thing you've ever had in your life. Not it, interested. It, I don't like strong alcohol. I just like, like beers and wine and yeah, that's it. it's it's a it's an experience. It's <laughs> just absolutely atrocious. But um, you, one of those things you got to try everything once. Yeah, I understand. And I'm that. lying because I've tried it like 15 times, but it's <laughs> more than once. Yeah. Oh. Uh... And, okay, so let's talk a little about different music because I was so stoked because after the show in Quebec, uh, we talked about music and I found out that you were a fan of a Willem Scream, just like me. Yeah, they are like my favorite band. Um, It's incredible. We, uh, we, got to, uh, we got to open for them a couple months before I met you. Oh. And, um, and they're the, you know, like I met them at Pusa actually the first time, but they're just an the nicest guys you know they too. say don't mm -hmm. don't meet your heroes but like i'm totally happy meeting these guys they're just so nice and uh it's so great like it's unfair how good they are it's really oh, like i know it's insane uh how did you like the the last album because it took, newest one? It took newest me one? a while i i see i don't want to be that guy but like it got a little soft mm. 
but I still like it. It's just yeah. they, you know, they they probably had to change it up a little bit, and and that's cool. Um, it's just, I, it's it just it's a different mood that I have to listen to it in now. Like it, when I want to listen to Career Suicide, I'm like I'm feeling fiery and angry. But when I listen to their new album, now I'm just like hanging out. Yeah, I I understand. I I totally agree. And uh, it took me like four times before I got into it, but I I did. But it's the kind of album that you listen to when you're like laying on your bed or your couch and you're focusing on all this subtilities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's less like a punch in the face, <laughs> like Eric right, suicide, right. but it's incredibly a genius technical oh. album but it took me a while too i was just like oh it's so different oh the introduction is way too long what are they doing and then i was <laughs> like okay just stop having expectations just take the time to analyze the music and then i was like wow that's so great <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh, and yeah. then i, I, love, I saw I... them live play um, like four songs and i was like it's so good yeah I, uh, this isn't, I don't know, maybe not embarrassing, but I have two no. of their set lists on my bedroom wall. And it's like, uh, yeah, every time, I mean, I, it's weird. This is, they announced the other day that the, the Party Crasher album is like nine years old. And I'm like, when did that happen? What? I thought I bought it like a year ago. Me too. Wow. By the yeah. way, I think Party Crashers now is my favorite now. It, uh, used, yeah. it used to be Karis Suicide, but then I'm like, I think it's Party Crasher now. That's fair. They're both pretty good albums. Yeah. And I love I love all of them. It's fun. Oh, yeah. I almost uh, got a tattoo of their lyrics during pandemic. I wanted to have a tattoo uh resurrect these dead streets. Oh, I that'd be sick. Almost did it. Oh, well yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I mean if you next time we're in uh next time we're in Quebec, I'll go and get it with you. Really? Yeah, oh man yeah okay let's do that i have this on video i, I okay. always want tons of tattoos but i never do it <laughs> just because i'm like oh but this one i really want it yeah let's do it we'll do it next time we're in quebec me and you yes that's, that's rad right. it's gonna be our friendship tattoo <laughs> <laughs> what else uh, are you listening to these days I'm curious about uh, all your, your music taste what else am i listening to these days um well uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of like friends bands lately that are like local mm. or like, you know, local to their own scenes and stuff like that. Um, you know, our important. friends in Oh, the Humanity are like one of my favorite lesser known bands that uh, if you like a Wilhelm scream, you should check them out. They're absolutely phenomenal. Oh, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, it could be your repunkmendation for the episode. Oh, Absolutely. Is that is that a thing? I'm yeah. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, let's throw them in the hat for that. Yeah, I love those guys. Um, and they're they're again they're like the nicest guys in the world. I, they they like jump on me and hug me, and I just feel oh. so warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> um, and and like I did I did give a lot of listens to Bucky Harris. Uh, then I want to say new, but it's probably not that new. But well, uh, the new Get Dead record was cool. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. I love that. We uh we played camp punksylvania this past spring and uh they headlined that show and it was that was great it was a good time and they came out by the campfire afterward and did some acoustic stuff oh like recently 
Uh, yeah, a couple oh. months ago. Did you meet my friends from Ipshot? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Marie, yeah. The, the lead singer and guitarist, uh, she's one of my best friends. I think so. I met a lot of people that But weekend. I think, so. I think they played like super early. So, and yeah. Uh, no, because I actually, no, I do. Because is she also French-Canadian? Yeah. Yes, I definitely saw them play. I didn't meet them, but I saw them play. She, They were phenomenal. They were super good. They were playing like grunge, punk, rock. Yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. I remember listening to them. So thanks for that. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah, Get Dead too. Uh, I missed their show when they played here recently, but mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, wow, they they're uh they're a lot of fun. They're they're a little bit crazy. It's fun to talk to them because they just got they're all over the place, but they're cool. Uh, another Pooza Fest. I w was introduced to them at Pooza Fest, and uh, I think um, I was uh, I was trying to to hang out with uh, one of their members, and uh, he he ran away into one of the bars, and the security guard tried to stop him, and he just he just kicked him right in the face and ran away, and What? I was like, wow, oh, man. I was like, I'm not going to get in, am I? And he got in, and I didn't. <laughs> But, you know, that's just fucked up. <laughs> It was, I think the security guy was okay. Like, everything went, was fine, but, you know, he was a, it was just a crazy night. That's crazy, of course. Wow. Oh, good. Yeah, me too. Um, I love to listen to my friends' albums and local scene. It's my priority, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's... Buffalo is always kind of, like, up and down. Um, there's a, a band that's kind of come out of the woodwork called Do It With Malice in Buffalo that's a lot of fun to listen to. They're, they're like, a very hardcore ska, like, kind of technical. A lot of... Um, But they're they're also kind of Scottish. Nice. Um, we had them play. Uh, you ever hear of a band called Joystick? Yeah. They're like also a really cool, really great ska band. Yeah. Uh, Joystick is from... they are like very punk too. Am I? Yeah. Mis okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely like punk. a ska punk yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. Um, oh. kind of reminds me of them. But um, what else? Have I been? Uh, I, I'm a diehard Authority Zero fan. Um, I love like I, I grew up on Authority Zero, so it's. Did it's, you play uh, with them or the after Quebec City? You played with them, uh, right? That was our next day. We drove like nine hours yeah. to get home, so we could get to play <laughs> with them. Like, we had to drive very fast to to get on this show at time on time. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, but it was great. It was such a fun show. Uh, like mm. I, whenever I see them, I go back into like my teenage self and like get in the mosh pit and. And uh, scream like like a basically like a 13 year old girl, but that's okay. Uh, the the Jason Devore is such a great front man. Oh yeah, absolutely, and he's like another one that just doesn't age, right? Yeah, so true. I saw like, I saw them play uh, recently with uh, Ignite with their new singer. Oh, that's and, awesome. And I was like, this is like the front man night because both are so incredibly. Uh, incredibly like insane with the crowd they're like connecting a lot with the crowd oh yeah absolutely um jason jason uh he played in buffalo once and, and one of my friends she brought her uh <clears throat> i think she was her three-year-old uh, daughter to the her first punk rock show oh and um jason put her put her up on his shoulders and like sang a song with her up on his shoulders it was really cute oh 
Yeah, he's a stand-up guy for sure. So she, the, the baby was kind of baptized. Yeah, right. <laughs> baptized the in the <laughs> waters of punk rock. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And what's the next show you're going to attend? Oh, the next one I'm going to attend. Uh, let's see. Well, to I'm doing a, I'm doing sound for a local show on Saturday. That's a band called The Living Brain Dead, hmm. and uh, uh, there's another folk punk band called Smitten for Trash. But uh, the next big one I want to attend, I haven't planned out the rest of my year yet. It's it, this is like sort of the down season, right, for punk rock and for like touring bands. Mm-hmm. Like nobody does anything for the holidays. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm still kind of wanted to go to that show tomorrow night. I'm not going to lie. Like in Toronto, I mean, I'd love to go see the Planet Smashers. Yeah. Why not? But um, after that, I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm going to have to get adventurous. Yeah, I'm excited for Anti Flag this week, and maybe yeah. a lo- maybe a I, local show too. Mm. I would drive out for Anti Flag, but I think you're still like seven hours away or something like that. Uh yeah, at least, and it's yeah. sold out. Oh, is it? Yeah, both shows we'll are sold meet, out. We'll have to meet in the middle somewhere, like where, like uh, Ottawa, maybe. A punk rock show in Ottawa. Yeah, where? How far is that? We can we can meet uh, in Ottawa. It's five hours from Quebec. That's probably five hours from me too. Not we so can meet bad. in Ottawa. Yeah, but I don't know if they have a lot of shows these days. Probably. <laughs> if a band plays in Montreal and Toronto, maybe they play in Ottawa. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the Ottawa was weird. We toured through Ottawa, and it was like that's like the border of of quebec right like it's the border of ontario and quebec it's not that far yeah not yeah so like of... there were some people who are french speaking and some people who are english speaking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then montreal it's like everybody likes to speak french but they'll speak english if you are like us and you are incompetent and then um and then quebec like it's just a toss-up like i don't even know and people look at me like i'm crazy what because you speak english Well, sometimes we tried to order at a restaurant and the server I did am. not uh, did I not am. speak English at all. Montreal is kind of bilingual now. Quebec, yeah. Quebec City is like a big village. I love it. <laughs> I, I had a great time in Quebec City. We uh, last mm-hmm. time, well, no, years ago we were there and they taught us this game quarters, where everybody flips quarters to see who pays for all the shots. And I wow. think I played it one time and we had 12 people. And so I had a pretty good chance of not paying for all the shots, but uh, <laughs> turns out I had to pay for all 12 shots. Oh, shit. Not yeah, your lucky okay, day. Though. Not your lucky day. <laughs> good. Hey, it was super fun to talk about a lot of things, about the bed, yeah. about music in general. That's what I wanted to do with you, like talking about music, because after the show last time, it was super fun to talk about like what I'm scream about a lot of bands. Yeah. So. Yeah. We um yeah let's let's uh let's link up about a, another show at some point let's let's go to a show yeah um and um we're I mean I would like to get back there at some point soon hopefully we can get you out when it's not a Sunday night oh yeah it's, it was so sad not not a lot of people I was like come on Quebec local scene you can do better uh, let's go uh, show don't tell anybody <laughs> no 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 but yeah. um yeah no it's it's a ton of fun and we'll be we'll be back before too long i'm sure sure and, and we probably meet uh, again at puzza fest for sure it's my oh, favorite yeah. like weekend. i said go go tell just email guillaume and be like on the cinder is the coolest band i know yeah. and that we <laughs> really need to have them at puzza fest and uh maybe they should play the main stage plus there are only <laughs> three 
So less people to feed than a ska band. Yeah, we're cheap. We're easy. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're totally easy. We're just three guys. We don't, we don't make a lot of problems as well. <laughs> At least none that you're going to know about. Exactly. And uh, when can we... Do you know when the, the new album will be released? No? I wish I had an answer for you. Um, so let's when we say, get it done... Let's say gonna... uh, in 2023. Let's well, let's hope. Let's hope in 2023 the that that's like more like the record plants. Like they take a really long time now. I don't know if you're yeah. into that, uh, but especially like, vinyl. Yeah, it's like eight months or some craziness. So I know it's ridiculous. Gosh, um, Taylor, we're hoping so. Taylor Swift's fault. Yeah. No, Adele. Adele. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we just gotta we gotta beat Adele. That's all. <laughs> Three fun. Good. So have a great night. Thanks. And um, let's keep uh, in touch for everything. And yeah, I'm excited to hear the new stuff for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'll, uh, I'll, when I get a couple more things mixed here, I'll send some stuff to you and we'll do some like uh, a pre-order uh, favors you can give out on the radio. Yeah. And let's hope a William stream plays in Ottawa eventually. <laughs>
for today, my beautiful punk rock friends. I hope you had fun because I had a lot of fun with you today. If you want to help me promoting the podcast, it's easy. You can subscribe to your favorite platform and you can also share the episodes on your social medias. You can also give me some feedback, some suggestions. I'm always super happy to talk to you on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Nah, I'm not a fan of TikTok. (laughs) If you want to spend some money, you can subscribe to the Patreon page to have access to exclusive content. You can make a one-time donation on the platform PayPal or buy me a coffee. All the informations are in the show notes and I'll be there next week. But until then, punk your life!